Video games. Talking about video games. Yeah. Alright, welcome to Namek vs. Sam. Uh, my name is Patrick Shanley. I am an editor for The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, I like talking about video games. Uh, I'm a lot better at talking about them than I am at playing them, uh, which is sad. Uh, I write a lot about uh, video games, obviously. I like to talk about uh, comic books. I like comic book movies. Uh, I like pretty much anything where things explode on screen. Uh, and joining me is my co-host, Edmund Arnold. Uh, Edmund, do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, how you guys doing? My name is Edmund Arnold. Um, I don't write about video games. Not I'm not an editor for The Hollywood Reporter. I just play a lot of video games, and I consider myself an expert because I haven't had sex in six years. So, <laughs> um, I, I play a lot. A lot of, love comic books. I love comic book movies. Pat and I have been friends for a long time. True. Uh, and we just want to talk about video games and give a forum to other people to express their opinions yeah you know that's what the internet's about eddie it's about connecting people it's mostly it about yelling at people and using a lot of racial epithets but the other part of the internet is connecting us and that's the great thing about the internet is mm-hmm. especially getting launched racial epithets at it's just one of my favorite things in the world especially um when i'm on twitter and i'm making a great great opinion of myself yeah and no. people just come at me you know it's amazing uh, I love it. I love it. It's it's I hard love to be the internet. Yeah, it's hard to be a black guy on the internet. Everywhere else, it's totally it easy, but on the internet, it's hard to be a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the internet, yes, very hard. Especially if you sound white like myself. Yeah, it's a place of confusion um, and a place of constant turmoil. So it's a lot like the Wild West in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. All right. As much as I'd like to talk about racism on the internet, and that topic could take up a lot of time, uh, <laughs> we should probably talk about video games in some way. And this week was a big week for video games because Far Cry 5 was officially announced and the trailer was released by Ubisoft. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was exciting. Uh, I was lucky enough to go to some press event because I'm a very important person. Uh, where I got to talk to the game's director, uh, Dan Hay. Uh, Dan Hay worked on other Far Cries. He worked on Far Cry 3, and I believe he worked on Far Cry 4 as well. If I'm wrong, I'm sure somebody will yell at me, so that'll be fun. (laughs) Anyway, he gave a whole bunch of insight on the game. Uh, The game is different than the past ones because they're moving to America for the first time in a series that has been around for over a decade. Almost two. When was the first Far Cry? Like 2002? Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, I was a fresh little child playing Far Cry. Um, <laughs> Wide-eyed, bushy-tailed? Yeah. How, why were you allowed to play Far Cry when you were a kid? That is an adult I was game. allowed to play anything. It's rated M, You were raised by an alcoholic father. Um, <laughs> his bar is next to a video game store. You can basically buy whatever you want. That's the dream. So I was very lucky as a child. So, yeah, the first Far Cry came out in 2004. Okay, good. Um, I'm glad somebody's yeah, doing research. Junior high. Okay. So, yeah, it has been a while since this series has finally moved stateside. And, as predicted by everything else that's ever happened on the internet, people were not happy about the move stateside. Some people were. Yeah, but there was some outrage. Man, white people are sensitive. When did this happen? (laughs) We've always been sensitive. I I, I, 
I don't think so. About like 10 years ago, you could call a white person literally anything and you could get away with it. But now you can't call them a hillbilly or a redneck. Yeah. Insane. But yeah, um, I haven't seen outrage like this over a video game in quite a long time. Um, I mean, you see your little pockets of outrage over things like um, I think Overwatch gave D.Va a police uh, skin. People weren't happy over that. That was the most ridiculous thing. Oh, my gosh. It's I don't, I, you know, it's just one of those things where gamers just want to get really angry about stupid shit. Yeah, um, surprising. Yeah, very surprising. We get angry about everything. But yeah, this Far Cry thing is unbelievable, especially since you've seen so many Far Cries taking place in other countries where you're basically killing brown people. Yeah. Joke. I mean, that's... It, it, no, it's not a joke. It's That's what the games take place. I mean, they literally are. Yeah, Africa. you're a white you're a white rich kid on vacation, and you crash in some, like, third world country, and then you go around and killing all the people in the third world country. You're destroying their countries. Yeah. You're this white privileged person <laughs> going into a country trying to change everything and cause revolution as a white savior. So the fact that Far Cry 4 is stepping away from that mm-hmm. um, and giving, you know, bringing us to the state side, I'm sorry, Far Cry 5, right. and bringing us stateside, um, it's, it, to me it's fantastic, and it's something that I really want to see. Totally. I was very excited when I saw the trailer. Um, it, the game looks beautiful. Uh, I mean, all, that's one thing about all their games. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. They're just, they're, the environments that they make are gorgeous, and... That was one of the things that Dan Hay talked about at this, like, little thing that we were at. <clears throat> Talking about, like, there were, like, three things for Far Cry, right? Like, you need to be uh, exotic location. It needs to feel, like, otherworldly and yet familiar at the same time. And I think they nailed that. Because, I mean, like, it looks like Montana. It really does. I didn't know I've never been to Montana too white for me. Sorry. No, you wouldn't, you wouldn't last in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to play this video game because I feel like I'm going to get a real... Um, realistic version of Montana. Yeah. I think that's why people are so happy with this game. What is it like to wear Birkenstocks and drive a Subaru? <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Montana. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Everyone in Montana, really cool with you. Please don't rise up as a militia. <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously, um, you know, and just Dan A, I, I think me, I was reading your article, very good article, besides the pun. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I love I, you the know, pun, was my favorite pun. <laughs> I, I enjoy your articles. Um, if you haven't, he's Patrick Shannon. Let me check him out on The Hollywood Reporter. Um, so, but yeah, Dan Hay says America has changed dramatically in the last four years, and now it's very much seems like it's the right place for Far Cry to visit this time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just constantly curious if it's really the right time for our video games to be attacking political issues like this. Um, and I'm split, because on one end, uh-huh. I'm like, you, if you played Far Cry, or not Far Cry, I'm sorry, Mafia 3 last year, I, to me, it was one of the best games to be released last year, Plotline, and it focused really heavily on the 60s civil rights movement, Okay. Um, the tensions between blacks and whites, and I thought that story was very strong. So in that regard, it makes me really happy to see Montana taking like this extremist Christian uh, you know, Fox World in Montana, and you know it's going to be very interesting to see them apply their spin to it. Yeah, totally. You know, because it still very much has the, like you said earlier. I mean, like Far Cry. This is what Far Cry is, and it's what Far Cry does. Like, you go to a mm-hmm. weird place, like ruled by like some eccentric, like scary ruler, and then you go yes. in and try and like help. Like you said, like normally you're a white savior, but you try and bring up like these people to rise up against like this scary new force, and that's what's happening in this game. Yes. And it's just, it's different because now it's in America, and it's because it's something that's, like, I want to say it's, like, rampant, like, it's not like we're seeing militias rise up all over the place, at least I'm not, you know? But right. it, it is a thing that, like, does exist, or are these people there, 
you know. And so I don't see a problem with it. I understand why there's an outrage on it. After four games in other countries, why not bring it stateside and let something like this happen? Yeah, and you know the plot line around it is he's a crazy priest. Right. I mean, it's it's not anything that's kind of believable. I mean, we may see these things in some remote areas. I don't know. Right. Um, but it's something that's so far fetched that it's going to give us a great story no matter what. And I mean, you touched on it earlier. Far Cry gives us great villains. Right. Um, absolutely. And when you're investing twenty and thirty hours into these <clears throat> video games, you really need to be invested in taking down these villains and. I mean, we can talk about how great uh, Voss was. Michael Mandel's performance was absolutely amazing yeah. in that uh, video game. I mean, God, I played it start to finish and just could not get enough of him. I, I wish we could get a spinoff game with just his character. I, first off, Michael Mando should be in everything that's ever made by anybody. Have, do you watch Better Call Saul and how amazing he is in like, the small amount of scenes that he's in on that show? Oh, I mean, right. I love him in Orphan Black, one of my favorite shows. I think he brings an absolute dynamic performance to that show. Yeah. Um, and without him in that show, I think it would, the first two seasons would have, would have been as strong as they were. And yeah, it's Better Call Saul as well. I, yeah. I, I love that guy. I want and to it, see him in more stuff. Me too. But I mean, again, like this is just – there's such a crossover now between like Hollywood and video games. But you get these people who are, like, legitimate actors. Like, he's a real actor, you know? And, like, it infuses all that into this game in Far Cry 3. This is a game from years, like, it's five years old, four years old. And, like, even back then it was starting. And now you see even more so, like, all these names that are coming to video games. Like, Norman Reedus is doing a video game. Mads Mikkelsen is doing a video game. And you got these big, big names, these real, real actors doing it. And it's like you said, you live in this world. It's not like when I'm watching a movie. Like, I am a part of Far Cry. I walk around in that world. Like, I better have an engaging villain to challenge me when I'm in it. Yeah, you know, and I want to hate him. Yeah, really <laughs> thank you. Him. Yes. And, um, you know, Voss, Far Cry 3, you have <clears throat> Pagan Min, Troy Baker, you know, in, who's amazing in everything that he's in. Right, again, I'm just um, another phenomenal actor i i mean those are great villains um and then you have this guy in montana the father joseph c mm-hmm. who's leading this cult called eden's gate and you know and far cry delivers <laughs> on villains just i'm excited man i'm really excited we haven't had a far cry game um in four years right. usually we have a two-year window around these games but you know we've had some time to really let us you know let that far cry 4 kind of die off and then Oh, well, Far Cry Primal, but I don't really count that because that was shit. But, um, <laughs> you know, we, we really, I'm really excited about Far Cry 5. We're going to get a strong story. Right. So, yeah. Uh, you you had mentioned this to me, actually. You were the first person to tell me, which is hilarious because I probably should have done better research, <laughs> uh, that you get to choose your gender and you get to choose your race as your protagonist this time, which you have not been able to do in the last couple Far Cries. And also seems to be, like, a thing that's happening more in video games. Like, even in, like, Grand Theft Auto V, like, you didn't get to choose, but you had, like, a diverse, like, group of people, which is... It wasn't just my favorite part because of how, like, different the characters were, but that you got to go, like, jump in between them and get to see, like, the same world through different eyes. Like, it's a really cool thing to be able to do. I mean, I love it. Um, And I think it's an easy solution to a problem that a lot of video games have. Because I'm coming from a black person. I've been playing video... playing video games my entire life mm-hmm. um have you been it's, black it's, your entire life um i think so okay i think there were some years in there where they didn't know where I, what i was um but you know i think since ever since i was about two i've been black what? but anyway back to my point oh sorry yeah. uh, i think it's an easy solution to a problem that we really have and that's that there's not a lot of black protagonists there's not a lot of asian protagonists or not a lot of latino protagonists we're mainly we're a lot, a lot of times we're playing as a white person a white male right um and i for one stand on the 
my opinion is that if I'm playing a stealth game or if I'm playing a any type of action game, I want to be playing as a female protagonist because the animations behind a female killing anyone <laughs> in a stealth video game are always amazing. Right. Look at Assassin's Creed. Um, look at Laura Croft. I mean, it's always amazing. So, but yeah, I think it's an easy solution to a problem. You, you're able to create your protagonist. Uh, you hire a voice actor that has an ambiguous voice, and right. there you go. You <clears throat> yeah. can be black throughout the story. I think Mass Effect captured that perfectly. Absolutely. Um, you can choose a woman, you can choose a man, and you can play whatever type of experience you want to make it to your, for yourself. Right, and because I mean, at the end of the day, like your it's your avatar it's supposed to be like you in the game, basically. It's how yeah. most of them work, unless it's a game like Grand Theft Auto Five, or like you're playing through a storyline. But these these games put you in it. And as somebody who, like, is a white male, like, hey, all I care about is, like, the story being good, right? Like, that's my number yeah, one concern. Right. But at the same time, like, most of these games are already, like, they are white males, so, like, I've never really had to think about it. And so it's interesting to talk to you and realize, like, if it's not normally made for you, how much more you notice it when it actually is made for you, you know? Yeah, and, you know, just to touch on it, like, I already talked about it a little bit um, with Mafia that was released mm-hmm. last year. I mean, it was you were playing as Lincoln Clay, a black protagonist, a Vietnam veteran who's coming back, um, and a lot of opportunities are denied to him. So you just, yeah, I mean, it's kind of stereotypical. You just, you decide to take up the black mafia. Um, you're basically a gang member. But, I mean, the story was so strong, and I'm playing as this person, and the story felt like it was written for me. <laughs> Um, and so many times you're playing stories written for other people that you really don't get to put yourself in those shoes. Yeah. Um, and you don't really get to see, you don't really, I don't, I got to feel like the experience was written for me. Yeah, totally. Um, and that's really important. I think, and I think more video games are getting, um, to that point. Um, and I think a lot of more video games are starting to recognize that there's not only just white males playing these things and they're doing a really good job about it. Yeah. Um, I just hope they can get better about it. Just the the number one thing is to have the story to be good, you know, like, and if you get the added benefit of, like, including more people into it or having more people, like, get outlets uh, that they can jump into this thing that has now become, I mean, games outsell movies now. Like, this is not a small industry that we're mm-hmm. talking about anymore. This is not a niche market. These are massive, massive, massive multi-billion dollar companies who do these things. So, like, it behooves them to get as many people represented into them as possible but as long as they don't lose track of, like, the most important part being the story, which I think is a lot of people's... I don't know if it's people's concern. Most of these people are just loud and just like, it's different, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Not to stereotype anybody, but that's that's right. my family. And, you know, it's, it's, it, I have a firm feeling that, you know, um, minorities in America are starting to get a foot. Um, we're starting to catch up. And a lot of times when people are starting to catch up, it can be seen as oppressive to the people that were in power for so long. Yeah. Um, There's a black hockey player right now in the finals. I don't believe that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd have to see it to believe it. Um, but I, you know, I think it's it's. I'm glad to have like these forums to talk about things like this because it doesn't get talked about <clears throat> enough. Yeah. Um, and I think we're comfortable enough where we can talk about things like this. But um, I would really like to see more, especially. I want to see, play as an Asian male. That's not um, a kung fu game. That would be awesome. You know, that would be awesome. And I would like to play as a black male who is not in the ghetto trying to get out. Right. That would be awesome. And you touched on Grand Theft Auto before. Grand Theft Auto does a really good job of portraying people in different avenues of their lives across different cultures and different barriers. And I right. really think we should applaud Rockstar and their writers for that. <laughs> Okay, 
right, we are now joined by uh, Dominic Talajic and Henrik Larsen of uh, Targier Studios. Uh, they are here to talk about their new game, Little Nightmares. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. Uh, the first question I have for you is this is a very unique-looking uh, game. The environment is very rich. What was the inspiration behind that? We find inspiration in, from many places. Uh, and uh, amongst others, we find inspiration from uh, Ghibli movies or uh, also uh, the, um, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, the uh, City of uh, Lost Children, amongst others. My, uh, my partner had mentioned that it looks sort of like, uh, like Pixar, like a dark, dark Pixar. <laughs> Did you guys... Did you watch anything like that? I mean, Ghibli is kind of has an influence on Pixar as well. But did you watch any type of uh, Pixar movie? Uh, I don't think we uh, looked specifically at Pixar, but uh, like uh, I myself like to kind of see it as like our dark take on Little Big Planet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, built around the the. Uh, years of working on uh, children-friendly games, I'm mm. now getting the chance to do something <laughs> not so friendly. <laughs> uh, speaking of Little Big Planet, because this has that similar 2D scrolling type of gameplay to it, uh, was it helpful having already done Little Big Planet uh, before doing this game? Oh, definitely. Like, uh, a lot of uh, like reviewers mention the comparison towards Limbo, but mm, yeah. uh, the, the main... Uh, Inspiration actually came from having worked on uh, on Little Big Planet, uh, which is also a physics-driven platform game with uh, grad mechanics. Uh, so we got uh, we got a lot of help from having that experience and uh, a lot of uh, uh, learnings on on how uh, to work with physics. Gotcha. So, yeah. Uh- when designing the game, I think you mentioned just a second ago that it was uh, sort of geared towards children, like a darker game geared towards children. So was it always the idea to have the protagonist be a child in the game? Uh, yes, uh, definitely. So um, since uh, since the get-go, we started off with the idea of the uh, uh, concept of uh, being small in a world that is much larger mm-hmm. than yourself dangerous using those words instead of little and big <laughs> and uh, the uh, part of this was also because we wanted to do this thing like find a way to reskin uh, platforming and uh, challenges based upon that uh, it was harder to to reach certain things and also to use furniture more as uh, as a part of uh, the things you do you choose to, to find a way rather than having a having instead of having a ladder you have a bookshelf to climb right. and uh, those sort of things <laughs> with uh, with little nightmares especially compared to uh, the studio's past work it's a much smaller game uh, it's it's a little bit shorter it's more you can really do it in one sit down which is nice it's an easily digestible game uh, was uh, what was the what was the decision behind that? Instead of making some big epic game again, uh, the decision to go a little bit smaller in this one. Uh, well, it was uh, a lot because it was um, uh, like uh, our first uh, from the from the beginning to the end our own game, and mm. 
it uh, it was a big challenge to us to and to make uh, and uh, like uh, we we always said like we had we had initially wanted to make it longer uh, but we always said it's better that we focus on making the uh, the content that we do good rather than try to uh, to bloat it with uh, uh, meaningless extras uh, so we we just wanted to <laughs> Quantity, uh, quality. <laughs> 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 well, I guess speaking. Yeah, yeah I think it's kind of like yeah, we 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 really want them to to feel like they want a little bit more than it was kind of sick and tired of it at the end. Right. So I think like yeah, we're playing a little bit safe to yeah. Well, I yeah. think. I, Sorry about that. You guys, uh, you did create this world that people want to live in. I mean, it's it's a it's a very unique, cool world that I enjoyed being in. Uh, is there any plans to revisit it in the future? Uh, to possibly have another little nightmare game? We hope so, but uh, time will tell. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we we obviously have many ideas of uh, things we'd still like to explore. Uh, so hopefully. But I cannot say for certain. It all depends on the future. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. My last question is a little bit of a fun one, I guess. My favorite, my favorite guy in the game was the big butcher. He freaked me out. <laughs> Did you guys have a favorite, uh, favorite character, favorite character design, level design in the game? Oh yeah. Well, uh, I'd say the uh, the butcher guy is amongst them, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, I guess I actually really like uh, Six herself. Uh, there's something uh, uh, something about uh, the fact that she is uh, perceived as this innocent character, but uh, the end, of course, reveals a, a different side to her. Right. I'm very intriguing. And how about you, Patrick? You got a favorite? Your favorite? Oh. Um. I think I, I mean I think it's the, the janitor character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he's designed, like yeah. in, in the child perspective of having this kind of really scary long arm, like it's, right. it's, it, I mean it doesn't make any sense as a character in a real world, but in here, just being that kind person that snatches kid, mm-hmm. that's why he has long arm. I think that's kind of a nice little neat uh, aspect of his character. Though, so. Yeah, so we always try to like look at the function of each character in order to kind of uh, find what's the essence of this character and then picking uh, that essence uh, to and to exaggerate. Uh, in his case, he needs to be efficient in his uh, picking of children. So <laughs> he is that, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. So let's talk about uh, Little Nightmares, a game that, full disclosure, I have not played. I have done some research on it. I've watched it. It looks amazing. I think you nailed it when you said what it's like. It is like a dark Pixar movie, and it is dark. Uh, I don't know if when you're playing the game it feels as dark as it looks, but it is creepy. Like, the character designs are creepy. The level designs are creepy. And it, again, like that visceral feeling where it just kind of like puts me on ease just looking at it. Where do I start with Little Nightmares? Um, first, you know, the developers, Tarzir Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they're an independent studio out of uh, Sweden, I believe. I could be wrong. I, I think it's Germany, but... Germany? Okay. It's um, not America, and that's the... All right. That's what I know. It, 
it is in one of those beautiful countries that are making a lot of good video games right now. We can talk about Europe in a minute. Um, not in a minute, but in a later podcast. But, man, they are producing some beautiful video games right now. Um, but back to Little Nightmares. Um, so it's kind of like a, 3D, a 2D light-ish um, platformer, mm-hmm. a horror puzzle platformer, which is kind of crazy within itself. I don't know how these guys pulled this off, to be honest with you. Um, and like you said, it's disturbing as hell. Right. I'm sitting here playing this game. There's no music in this game, um, besides these big moments where you're being chased or something like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm having a hard time completing it. Full disclosure: I hate horror video games. I hate everything about ho- the horror genre within itself. Um, <laughs> but I'm a big fan of these 2D platformer games that are getting big right now. Um, I'm a, I love Limbo. Love Inside. Oh my god. Um, so I thought I'd give yeah, Little Nightmares a sh- and man, this is it's unlike anything I've played in in my life. Um, you're playing as a little girl. Her name is Six. I don't know what you're expl- exploring. I'm an idiot when it comes to interpreting things like this. Um, but it's like this little world. Um, and it, this game is just ruthlessly depressive. Um, the atmosphere is beautifully made. Right. They're, like you said before, the character designs are nightmare-inducing. Um, they're like these butchers. This one point of this game is where you're trying to get through this kitchen area. And these two bitchers are carving up this big feast, which you which you get to later on in the video game. I'm going to try to be spoiler light here. Yeah. Um, it's just terrifying. Um, I don't I don't know what's wrong with these guys that made this game. <laughs> I mean, like the artwork is just it's sublime. Yeah. It's really sublime, and it's beautiful, and it's nightmare inducing. And I couldn't sleep last night. And um, so here's what I loved I- it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I love the um, the creativity in so many of these games, just creating these worlds that look uh, – they, they're expressive in, like, emotion, you know? Like, the way, like, these places look make you feel certain things. And they're also different. I feel like – how often do you watch, like, a Hollywood movie, right, and it's something that, like, you've seen before? Like, the, the meme going around is, like, the, the – the pillar of light at the end of like every superhero movie and then like they fight like some big stupid cgi like monster at the end of like every dc movie and like video games are like pushing the limit like visually in much much different ways i'd say just like cinematography wise like there's a lot more exciting things to me happening in video games than there is in movies particularly the blockbuster movies that i'm seeing yeah, and it's amazing because they're still using the you know two D platformer. They're still using the same format that these old school Mario games that we grew up playing use. Right. And you know, you know, Mario's story was save a white princess and hooray, hooray, hooray! I'm a white hero. Um, <laughs> and then now you have these different games like Little Nightmares that are telling absolutely just these full blown, just full of interpretation type stories in which you put it down and it could go either way. I mean, right. my conclusion to the ending could be different than your conclusion of the ending um and that's and i think that's something that's very powerful about little nightmares is that it's one of the most powerful endings that i think i've seen in 2017 um and this is a small short five-hour platformer video game um that's able to deliver something so such so powerful and it's just it's really messed with me up man it's disturbing god (laughs) this is disturbing um so i I had another question Uh, on before we wind, wipe every, wind everything up, whatever we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, I forgot to ask you earlier, in the Far Cry room when you're in that reveal yeah. with all those important people, what was the atmosphere <laughs> of the room? Um, did, did you think that there would be such a big backlash, such a big out, outroar of these, you know, on these forums, on Twitter, 
That's a great people question. People are really offended. <clears throat> yeah, I know, which is funny to me. Uh, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relay it back to you by being even more of a self-aggrandizing douche by talking okay. about the other thing that was out last week. Uh, okay. So two days in a row, or two days out of last week, I think they were separated by like a Wednesday or something. Uh, so I go to the Ubisoft thing, which was really a press event. So, I mean, like some of the people in that room were obviously fans of Far Cry, but some were just journalists. Uh, and then a couple days after that, I went to the Destiny 2 reveal. Uh, and Destiny is a game... Honestly, I did not like the first Destiny. I think it was released too soon, and it was kind of <laughs> missing some things. <laughs> okay, we'll have a debate about that. Later. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, anyway, so at the Destiny 2 thing, fans lost their mind. I mean, like, these were, like, real fans. You know, like, people, like, high-fiving each other, like, when abilities were shown. I mean, like, these were real fans. They were enormous nerds. You would have fit right in. Uh, at the Ubisoft thing, when he introduced it, it was more people just, like, nodding along in agreement, you know? And he was telling some pretty crazy stories that, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to talk about, but they were, like, insane for, like, the research that they did on this game, you know? Really? Yeah, and Dan Hay is also, like, he's a really charismatic, like, good speaker. So he, like, draws you in and is enthralling. So there was not any pushback at that event. And me, personally, I was excited about it because I love Far Cry, and I thought it was a cool thing to move it to Montana. Like, I still, I think that's an awesome thing, and we talked about that at Infinitum. But it was, it's really great. I'm excited for it. So I was very surprised when it came out to see how people were reacting to it. I was on Reddit, like, uh, right before they announced it, when they had released a still, you know, that, that poster of uh, the family sitting there, and there's a guy on his knees with Sinner scroll onto his back, and it's, you know, a whole bunch of white guys with guns and, like, an American flag. And people were just reacting. It's It's awesome. It's amazing. And people were just reacting to that. Like, what is this? Grabble, uh, grabble, grabble, grabble. <laughs> and I was surprised, because I had seen it in a room where everyone in the room was like, oh, my God, this looks freaking amazing. You know, so, like, I, it's just like the internet, man. Like, no matter what you do, somebody somewhere is going to be like, oh, well, one of the characters yeah. doesn't have green eyes, so screw it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Thank you for answering my question. It's just, I didn't know, I didn't know if there would be some type of, like, oh, man, call me for the storm or what. But, I, you know, we just have to wait to see when it comes out. Um, you know, these people, are st- they're still going to buy it. I mean, they're going to buy it. Like, these people who are, like, up in arms about it, who played all four of the other Far Cries, like, seriously, you're not going to buy it because, like, the antagonist is a white dude with a beard? Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'll buy two copies, shit. Good. Send one to me. I will. I will. Do it. And I get my talk about it when it's out. <laughs> We're going to have to play together. Yeah, my, maybe. Maybe. Okay. So, yeah. we talked about it. I think it's it's a good way to... Maybe end every show. What have you played this week? What are you planning on playing this coming week? <sighs> Good question. Good question. Well, I'm going to break the rule. Okay. I'm planning on seeing Wonder Woman um, this week. I so... heard it's good. I heard it's good. Oh, you don't have a press? Uh, you didn't get to see it yet? Uh, I thought you, you know, so... you'd be as important as you are. <laughs> you would think so, right? Yeah, yeah I thought so. I, I didn't want to show up and upstage Chris Pine, you know? like <laughs> Poor guy. He's handsome, but he's not me handsome. He's a handsome white man. He is so handsome. His head is huge. If you see him in real life, he's got a really big head. I respect that. Yeah, you got to respect it, man. More brain in there. <laughs> That's how it works. Eddie's a biologist. I'm not sure if you mentioned that earlier. Yes. Yes, I do biology all the way in the Bay Area. Just all that Bay Area biology. All what are we biology. talking about? What is happening? What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay, so yeah, I'm going to see Wonder Woman this week. Um, I plan on playing a lot of Injustice 2. Are you going to play as Wonder Woman? 
I play a lot of Wonder Woman as Injustice 2. Um, I think that's my highest ranking character right now. Really? Um, yeah, I think we should probably talk about it at our next podcast. That I game think is we should. Fantastic. One of the best fighting games I've ever played. Um, one of the only fighting games I've ever played. That's a hot take, everybody. Yeah, yeah, hot off the streets. What? Straight from Richmond. Yeah, bah, bah, bah. yeah so I plan on playing that. Um, I plan on playing a little bit of Prey. Um, nice. I started playing a little bit of Prey. <clears throat> Haven't been able to get through it. Um, That's That doesn't bode finally, well. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I said that doesn't bode well. Oh, well, you don't like horror games. So. I don't like horror games, yeah. but everyone, I think this is the year <clears throat> of horror games. Um and, and uh, I'll probably play a little. I'll probably try to beat Persona Five. Nice. Um, I, I got, I'm on my last palace in Persona Five, so I'll probably try to beat that. Yeah. Last palace. Ninety hours into the game, you made it to the last power. Um, I I think I have two palaces left actually, so oh. I think I might still have like twenty hours left in this game. So you're a liar, so. is what you're saying? That you just lied to everybody who's listening. <laughs> I lie a lot. Yeah. Uh, um, I lie a lot. He's not even really black, everybody. No, I'm not. I'm maroon. <laughs> Should be in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, what are you playing, cool guy in Hollywood? Do they let you play video games out there in Southern California? What's going no, on? no, the police show up um, when I can sneak it in. Uh, when my girlfriend's not home, <laughs> I just finished Final Fantasy X because I like to keep up with the current games. Okay. Uh, I bought uh, the new. And see, my games are so lame. I bought the new uh, uh, basketball game, the NBA 2K, because my brother plays it. And because the finals are up, do you do this with sports games? I don't know if you play sports games. But I only play them during the regular season or the playoffs of that sport. Like, I won't play, I'm not going to play Madden in June, you know? I'll play Madden in September and, like, October. And I'll get my ass kicked by a 14-year-old who calls me every bad word in the world. <laughs> um, I don't do that because I stopped playing sports games around the time that I stopped having sex. I don't know if that's a correlation or not. Um, so you never played sports games is what you're saying? Oh, I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love sports games um, until um, EA started to monopolize um, their football video games, but we can get into that. Once? Um, yeah, those... That's a, that's an yeah. entire other show. Let's let's table that because uh, I have yeah. a lot of sorry, about sorry, it. sorry, sorry. Subject. I know it's like a ten year old subject, but <clears throat> hot take grinds my gears. But yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't have any take on it. I don't play sports games that much anymore. Sorry, man. Gotcha. Uh, I have been playing Watch Dogs too, which is not the newest game, but I have been playing that. You are dated, my friend. No, right? Like, you think I should be more up-to-date if I'm going to be talking about video games. You should, especially if you're working for The Hollywood Reporter writing about video games. You should probably play something from the last three months, in my opinion. Three months? See, it's it's too fast of an industry for me. I need you to paint this picture and tell me what I'm doing. Okay. All right. I can help you do that. All right. Well, I that's what I'll rely on you for. I can help you do that. All right. Well, at some point in this massive jumbled up conversation there will be an interview with the uh game directors from Tarjir studios talking about little nightmares uh i don't know why i'm teasing that if assuming i'll cut this out and it'll be up there <laughs> earlier but just in case i don't look forward to that and uh i don't know eddie you have anything else yeah um no if you guys <laughs> have any questions or anything or if you have any comments or if you have any corrections um, oh god feel free to email me at ej arnold 540 at gmail.com um, and this is for our two listeners hi mom hi dad aww that was nice they won't listen video you game I, I don't even know what I got you're white I don't even understand <laughs> <laughs>